COVID testing sites. So thank you everyone for being here. I'm going to hand it over to our provost, Mark Reed. Okay, thank you very much, and uh, thanks to everybody for coming out this morning. As mentioned, uh, uh, Mark Green, I'm a provost and vice principal academic here at, at Queen's. Uh, I'd also like to acknowledge uh, all of the media present, as well as our uh, Dave Pecora representing the, the hospital as president and CEO, who is our partner in this uh, activity. Uh, also, I'd like to acknowledge here at Queen's uh, Symphony uh, Gibney and Ann Tierney, uh, who are uh, part of the uh, wellness and also uh, the student affairs, and also my colleague Kim Woodhouse, who's a VP research to support from the Queen's side, and I know there are a number of representatives also here from the hospital side, and thanks for all of your contributions. I do want to acknowledge that uh, we are here today on uh, traditional lands of both the Haudenosaunee and Anishabek peoples and that uh, wellness has been practiced on these lands uh, for, uh, for long standing and this is part of continuing that uh, wellness, uh, health and wellness efforts. And uh, particularly in these uh, pandemic times that uh, keeping our community safe, uh, both the Queen's community and the broader Kingston community is foremost in everyone's minds. And this is a partnership in opening this assessment center to achieve those uh, combined goals. Uh, we, we recognize that making uh, assessment and testing available for students is part of a broad range of uh, uh, tactics and strategy to keep both the Queens and the Kingston community safe. And because particularly, and, and coming from a place of learning, that we know that assessment and testing is very important for early management and contact tracing. Uh, the uh, we're also recognizing that providing this satellite facility will also ease demand on the resources in the broader community so that there is more available uh, for all of Kingston community in terms of assessments. Uh, the satellite uh, facility is specifically for students with symptoms or who have traveled outside of Canada in the past 14 days or have been designated to come here for contact tracing purposes. Uh, we feel that uh, adding this service uh, helps us uh, to show our part as being a responsible community member in collaboration with the hospital and public health and the city as other partners. And I would like to uh, turn it over now to Dr. Pecora to say a few words about this the role of our partnership with the Kingston Health Sciences Center and the hospital on this. Thank you. Well, thank you, Mark, and uh, good morning, everyone. Thanks for being here under these uh, slightly unusual circumstances. It's certainly our pleasure at Kingston Health Sciences Center to work with Queens as part of the broader community to try to help keep our community as safe as we possibly can. At KHSC, we've been working uh, with our partners in Ontario Health throughout the Southeast 
to try to protect our vulnerable populations. Uh, focus has been on long-term care in the past, and probably again in the future. And, uh, and so part of protecting society is looking at all of our vulnerable populations. And we know that in recent weeks, young adults have been the uh, highest affected population group for new cases of COVID. Fortunately, young adults are generally healthy, so the impact and the consequences have been relatively low for them. But we certainly don't want to see COVID spreading uh, from uh, this population or any population into our more frail and elderly population, long-term care homes, or into the hospital. It's critically important that we keep our hospitals open. They're a vital resource for the whole system. And as we've been trying to um, bring back more regular care, non-COVID related care, it's really important that we're able to do that and provide the critical care and resources for the entire region that we all depend on. So keeping the hospital open and operating is a, is a key objective, as well as, as well as protecting the health of the community and working with all of our partners to do that. So again, thanks Mark for having us here. We, we're very optimistic that having this Satellite Center will help us to identify students uh, quicker, get them tested and assessed, and, and treated and managed in the cases that turn out to be positive to help public health look after that uh, community. And, and I think it's important to acknowledge that public health has played a big role in providing guidance to all of us about how this fits into the broader spectrum of our approach to COVID. It's gonna help us to some degree to load balance the work at our downtown center so uh, we're, we're certainly looking forward to, uh, to this opportunity. Thank Queens for welcoming us to work with you on this one. So thanks very much. I think uh, Mark will turn it back to you. Uh, thank you very much, uh, David. And uh, now I, uh, I'd be happy to answer any questions, uh, questions for me or for Dr. Fakora. Um, sure, we'd be happy to answer. On my way here, I drove past the Young Center. For the first time, the lineup went circled right around the building. There was the people at the end of the line were 25 feet from the front door, but all the way around. So how much can this, uh, how, how, first of all, why do you think this, there's so many people lined up? And, and secondly, how do you think this, uh, this uh, center will uh, alleviate some of that? Well, there's certainly been lots of uh, interest in the media about uh, the congregation of students and uh, travel, etc. And I think, you know, as they get settled back into Kingston and, you know, find their way in behavior, it's not surprising that there's a certain amount of uh, anxiety. Uh, I think the vast majority of those people in line are asymptomatic, uh, and we certainly want to keep them that way. <coughs> um, and we just think that focusing here, <coughs> providing a a smaller but more focused venue for symptomatics, uh, contact tracing, etc., is uh, is going to add value. Now, I, I know that anecdotally, late the day yesterday, and this is an advantage of partnership, they did do some load balancing and different some people from that line over here, uh, but that's not the primary focus for the center. And, and I think from our perspective in the university, it's what we can do to contribute uh, uh, you know, part of the community and to take some of the load where it's specifically for our students. Yeah. Hello. Uh, should positive cases occur at Queen's University, will the reportage be included with the KFLNA numbers or will they be segregated? 
they would uh, this would be managed by public health first and foremost so it's their call on how they manage how they report okay. um, but I would expect these to be identified as capability numbers because this is where their current their students residing here okay. thank um, you but I think that's how they'll show up Part of it's logistics. There's a lot of work to set this up, and um, and so we're here today. Uh, it's been a very busy summer, and uh, you know I think we've seen as activity anticipation around Frost Week, etc., has built. Uh, you know the need is now. There haven't been any any cases in the community lately for several months now. The activity has been extremely low, which is we want to keep it that way, and hopefully this will be a timely addition to our resources for doing that. Yeah, and, and you know, we certainly identified that we wanted to be open as early as possible in September, and uh, I think this is the appropriate juncture. So. Um, can, can, like, how does this fit into what the school is doing? Um, because there were parties that were broken up over the weekend, and um, you know how 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 is the school approaching? Um, as you mentioned, there has been interest in it. So yes, this is just one part of our broader COVID safety plan. Uh, as many have known, that uh, most of our courses are being delivered remotely, so that we're we're not having, except for the uh, in the health sciences, uh, nursing and. Uh, medical doctors, et cetera, the in-person classes, and then some specialized, um, some specialized graduate programs as well. Uh, so, it, and then our uh, reminders and advice to the students throughout the community is also a very broad uh, strategy. Uh, we had made some recommendations about getting tested but beforehand about limiting contact uh, when students first return to Kingston. Uh, and then we were reinforcing that uh, message just last week uh, under um, student affairs. There was a community initiative uh, where uh, in collaboration with students going door to door in the student village, distributing a welcome kit that encouraged all the appropriate uh, behaviors as well as discussing with the students about the plans that they had in place if somebody were to become infected and how they would deal with strategies that way. So really looking at this as one tool as part of a comprehensive strategy of everything that we put in place to uh, make both the Queen's community and the overall community as safe as possible given that circumstances um, but with students partying like is that is that effective like is, like is it uh, you know what to, I know that there are some concerns and there are some concerns from great students as well so I'm just kind of curious yes the, the concerns about partying obviously that is not at all uh, what should be happening and I think and that's just as disappointing to us as it is to uh, every other 
member of the community about that inappropriate behavior. And uh, uh, what we recognize also is that uh, although there are students who are doing it, there are also many students who are similarly concerned for other students' behavior who are displaying the correct behavior and are wanting to do the right thing. And I am hopeful that those students who are not following the rules will be swayed also by, both by some of the outreach efforts that we are doing and also by the good behavior of their peers. So I think, uh, so Sydney's hiding in the back row here. Sydney Bolton is the mastermind of all of our testing centers, so she may be able to give you some specifics. Oh, the, the lab tests that go out to the lab will go to public health. They have a very high capacity, and any, any overflow from public health gets redirected to our hospital lab. Um, so there's sort of two different things. One is how many people can we see and how many lab tests can we process. Um, given that it's by appointment only from 5 to 8, that part of it would be simply logistics and staffing. staffing. It's, you know, it's like finding people who have the skills to do this kind of stuff and getting them trained up. It's not an overnight event. So. Are there plans to increase the amount of staff who are able to administer the tests? No, so we'll have to be responsive to what's happening in the community with, uh, with activity. You, you may remember back in the spring with the uh, infamous nail salon uh, where we had to set up a pop-up in a large parking lot. And we tested, I think, about 6,000 people in one week. We don't want to do that again, but you know, these are just things we have to be prepared for those possibilities. As we move into colder weather, what would the plan be? Still, would it still be, say, like a, you know, in St. Lawrence's currently back to school? We had to do a pop-up. Uh, you know, <laughs> as the city tries to get, you know, its arenas back in activity, so. What we would do in a January type setting, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> um, but we can cross that bridge when we have to. If there were to be an outbreak on campus, would you like to kind of an emergency response, uh, like readjust the hours um, that this would run? Because just at Western, uh, there was the outbreak, and then so many students were going to their assessment center. So, would you spend the hours if there was an outbreak? Right. Yeah, I mean, we have to be nimble. <clears throat> There's no playbook for this. And uh, so we'll hope to keep the outbreaks under control so they don't happen. But if, if it did, then we'll adjust the best we can. Any other questions? Well, if not, uh, just want to thank everybody for participating and everybody for coming and uh, I think there is an opportunity to walk around and see some more of the details and uh, uh, happy to uh, have more informal conversations if that's uh, a desire. So thanks again. Thank you. Okay.
Thanks so much, everyone. And uh, yes, there is opportunity to get your, your B-roll. Uh, I just ask that you safely distance yourself. And if you have any questions about anything that you see in here, please don't hesitate to ask myself or Mr. Green or Dr. Pecora as well. Thank you.